Praise God. So, um, I'm going to be short-winded tonight. I mean, y'all be happy for that? <laughs> Blessed are the short-winded. You know, I, you know, I don't like the way it ends. It says, they shall be invited again. So, but anyway, so I still would like to be short-winded. Praise the Lord. I'm going to teach a little message tonight called Redeeming the Time called redeeming the time how many of you ever had some time that you wish you could redeem hmm? some time you lost maybe squandered or you know didn't just kind of wasted some time don't you wish you could redeem that time well the bible talks about redeeming the time so time can be redeemed i mean paul said it two times but anyway so time is, is a precious commodity, and it's been given to all of us. We all have an equal amount of time. Y'all know every day we have how many hours? 24 hours. And it just depends on what we're going to do with that time. It's like, what are you going to do with the time that has been What are you going to do with that time? So how many of you, you know, you started out and you thought you had plenty of time. And next thing you know, time was just going so fast and you, you start running out of time. Is that happening to anybody? Start running out of time. When I lived in Houston, you know, there was a, a Christian. He was something like an astrophysicist or whatever. Anyway, he wrote a book called Suddenly No More Time. Time is running out. And he proved mathematically how time is running out let me all know jesus is going to come and the time we have to do what he's called us to do is running out it's moving it's risk running out and so do you know what you are right now what i am right now and what we're going to become is going to depend on how we use Hello. Okay. All right. So time, but time is something that cannot be stopped. How many of y'all know it? You can stand right here and time is going to keep moving. I don't care where you, how you stand. You can stand still. Time is going to keep moving. Time is it's not going to wait for anybody. But, you know, people can learn. We can learn how to manage our time. We can learn how to manage it and be a better manager of our time. So a lot of time isn't lost. But now, how I many you know God is not in time? But He created time. He created time because you, if you read in the, the Bible in, in Genesis. Hello? Okay. That's real strong. Okay. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 14, the Bible tells us about how He created time. How he created the, the heavens and the firmament and how he made signs this, in the seasons and he divided the day from the night. And then he had uh, he had uh, time and, and seasons. Amen. So God created time. So he created time for us. But he is not bound by time because he created the time. Now, 
I want you to know the word time or times, plural, is in the Bible about 745 times. It's so much in the word of God that talks about time. Everybody say time. Okay, now I'm going to read There's also over about 100 expressions about time. It's so many expressions that talk about and deal with time. I'm going to read a couple of these. All right, you ever heard about a race against time? All right, that's when you need to rush to do something before the deadline. That's a time limit. Anybody ever had a time limit? Okay. What about in the nick of time? You ever heard that? That's at the last moment before it's too late. Hey, you got your your internal revenue service uh, form in the mail in the nick of time. In the nick of time. Because I used to work at the post office. Some other people here go to this church is going to work at the post office. We'll be working the mail. And so, you know, about January, you might start getting a few um, forms in the mail. Okay. And then February, you, you, you get a little few more. You get some more. Okay. Then March, oh, you started getting a lot. But April the 15th, you can't even get the regular mail out. Because everybody's trying to get that. Internal Revenue uh, Service, those forms in, those tax returns in, just in the nick of time. So it won't be late. Because they know, this is why I tell them, I said, this is why they do this. Because I know you guys have heard of the uh, notorious, um, the, the notorious uh, person, uh, Al Capone. They couldn't get him for murder. They couldn't get him for, for prostitution. They couldn't get him for all these other things. But they got him for income tax evasion. So when it comes down to April the 14th, people start getting their time. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. I think it's this subject on time. That's what it is. Okay. It says, okay, this, this term says you're biding your time. Okay. Now, have a lot of time on your hands. That means you have a lot of free time. Anybody got a lot of free time? <laughs> I don't have that luxury. I don't have a lot of free time on my hands. Amen. All right. They make sure I'm busy. Between Donald and Brother Merle and those kids. Okay, what about you heard of only a matter of time? That means it will definitely happen sooner or later. Okay. Time will tell. I mean, we heard that. That means the passing of time will show the result, whether it's going to be good or bad. All right, how about time flies? And it does, doesn't it? It means time passes very quickly. Time heals all wounds. I know a lot of people say that. How I many you know that's really not always true? Sometimes in recovery, we learn that time doesn't really heal all the wounds. Sometimes 
times make time makes those wounds even fester greater. They get greater. But anyway, and then the last one here is waste time. You know, we, we hear that because sometimes we do that. That means we're doing things that have no purpose. How I many you know we don't want to do that? I mean, sometimes we waste some time, but we don't want to be doing it a lot. Amen. See, because we're going to be accountable to God for our time. For how we spend our time. How I many y'all know that? We're going to be accountable to God for how we spent our time. So, in the Greek... Um, when it says redeem, redeeming the time, it means to ransom. It means to buy back. It means to rescue from loss. Amen. And so this is, so we need to rescue from loss the time that we have wasted in our lives. Not doing things that God has called us to do. Now in Colossians 1.13, everybody know the scripture says, but Said he has delivered us. Everybody say he has delivered me. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. And he's translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. The Bible says in whom we have redemption. Through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. See that's what God did through Jesus. So that word deliver it means to ransom. It means to rescue It means to buy back. How many know he bought us back from the enemy, from darkness? Amen. Praise the Lord. And so we thank God for redeeming us, for redeeming us from Satan, from hell. Amen. We thank the Lord for that. And see that same word redeem. It means all those things. Now, what we can do, we can redeem things today. What we have left of today. You know, we don't have much left of today, right? But we can redeem some things that we have, time that we have left today. I mean, we can go home and we can do some things. We cannot do some things we normally do. And we can do some things that God wants us to do. Amen? How I many of y'all know that? We can always do that. And then we can plan to redeem our time tomorrow. Why? Yesterday is gone. Yesterday's time is already gone. And so you cannot, uh, it's gone and you didn't, we missed it. Okay. So I'm going to read a scripture here in Ephesians chapter five, verse 14. It says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. When he says light, it means illumination. It means revelation. I mean, you know, you, you need the revelation from God. You need the knowledge from him. Amen. We need more wisdom. And then it goes on to say, walk in wisdom. See then that you walk circumspectly. That means that you are, you're careful to consider all the circumstances and even some possible circum, uh, consequences. Not as fools, but wise. So that's how we're to walk in the time that God has given to us. And then he says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. I mean, you know, the days are evil. And, you know, we we, we seem to like we just don't even seem to know what is going on. 
the day the days are evil and we don't have much to do what God has called us to do I mean God is expecting his church to be on their toes to be doing what he has called us to do he doesn't he, he doesn't want us just to be coming uh, I, I know I say this all the time coming to church just to be coming to church he wants us to hear the word and to obey the word he wants he wants all of us to do that because we don't want to be deceived say I don't want to be deceived I don't want to be deceived you know you know thinking we're okay thinking we're all right and then you know then we come one day and we find out he tells us to depart from him that he never knew us we don't want that do we no so we want to hear the word and we want to obey and do what God has told us to do and then so he says therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the Lord is. I mean, we have to understand what the will of God is. And so many times, you know, we, I haven't known what the will of God was. How many of you have been like that? You didn't know. I didn't know. There were times I didn't really know. I remember when I first moved to, to Camden. And uh, after about two years, well, then I started working at the post office. And, you know, I was thanking the Lord. Lord, thank you for this good, the blessing me with this good job at the post office. You know, I, I wanted a job that I, I, di- I didn't want a lot of responsibility. But then I wanted to make some, you know, good money. Not much responsibility. And so, you know, you have to go through those um, probationary periods where they put you to the test. And so you have to do this. You have to do that. And so after 90 days, you know, I passed the test. And so then what? So then I thought it was over. I thought it was over. And then the postmaster came to me and said, now I want you to study to be a window clerk. I was like, I don't want to. I already went through a a lot of uh, testing and trials, you know, on probation. So anyway, so what they did, this was their training program. They gave me about 22 books and told me to go up on the second floor and study. That was their training program. And so anyway, so I went, so then after a period of time, then I, then I got ready to take the test. So I went up on the second floor to get ready to, t- to take the test. And I was wondering, why were they taking so long to come up and give me that test? I mean, I was up there at least an hour and nobody had come to give me that test. And then so all of a sudden the spirit of God came on me and this is what he said. He said, I didn't call you here just to make money. He said, I called you here to pray for these people. I called you here to pray. This is why I sent you here. So you're not going to just be wasting your time. Just working and doing nothing. He said that. You know. He had given me an assignment. How I many? Oh, that's what God is good about giving people assignments. By giving us the thing to do. Amen. So that's what he, he told me to do. To start praying. For all the people. And so that's what I started doing. So I started uh, making time to pray for people. And so we have to understand what the, the will of God is. So then I learned what the will of God was. It wasn't for me just to make money. It was for me to pray and be an intercessor where I was. Amen? And so I mean, know many of you on your job that God didn't just send you there just to make money. He sent you there. You were there on assignment. Say on assignment. You're there on assignment to do a work for God. You are there on assignment to to pray for people, to love people, to show them how good God is. Amen. 
You are the witness. You are the witness for him wherever you are. You are the one that God is going to use. You are the Jesus that they're going to see. You are the one. So then, you know, he doesn't want you wasting a lot of time, you know, doing other things or doing things that you want to do. He wants you doing what he called you to do. Amen. So it's time for us all to know what the will of God is. And that's what this scripture says. All right. And so, but in, that was in the, the new King James, but in the NLT, I want to read it, read it in that version. It said, this is why it is said, awake, O sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. God wants us to make the most of every opportunity we have. We have an opportunity to to witness to people. To see people. You know, I, I'm telling you, I remember, um, I don't know, but after having worked at Victor Christian School a couple of years, there was a young man in about the eighth grade. He was in the class with, with Stephen. And so his, his mother put him in our school. And, uh, you know, we knew, we knew that he didn't know Jesus and she didn't know Jesus either. But you know what? We just tried to, the Lord said, okay, I was giving um, book reports. The students to do book reports. And so I gave him a book. His book, I, I selected the books that I wanted them to read to do the book reports on. So I gave him a book by Kenneth Hagin. I gave him a book by Kenneth Hagin to read. And so then I gave him about a week to, you know, to read the book. It, was, it actually was a mini book. It wasn't a big book. And so then I started asking him questions. Did you, did you read that book? So he started telling me what he what was in that book he had read that book and so the next thing you know he he wanted to go to church so anyway we um we went by the house to pick him up to take him to church and so then it wasn't long that his mother took him out of the school but in the meantime you know the kids befriended him and they loved him and so then after a while he got away from us and the next thing i know i heard that he had murdered a man in hampton and that he was in prison. So, but I mean, we had time to plant seeds into the, his life. Amen. I mean, so everywhere we go, we are to be a witness. We are to use our time to show who Jesus is. That's what we are supposed to be doing. And I'm telling you, this is just, you know, it's not, I know it may not be one of these shouting messages, but it's, it's I mean, you know, this is what the Lord told me to talk about, redeeming the time. To redeem the time. And so then, this is says in, in the NLT says, Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. We all need to know by now what God wants us to do. Unless we are a young believer and we, we hadn't been saved long, you know. But if you are, then just it's come to the Welcome to Victory class. <laughs> come to the Welcome to Victory class and in week seven, you'll be taking a giftings test. Isn't that right, Ms. Stowe? You'll be taking a giftings test and then the Lord will show you the, some of the gifts that are inside you. Amen? I mean, oh God, he put those gifts inside of all of us. 
And he wants to use those gifts in our lives to help others. So he doesn't want us squandering our time. He wants us to uh, grow up. He wants us to grow up in him. And he wants us to use our time for him. Amen? Can I get an amen? <laughs> he wants us to use our time for him. So I want to ask you then. Uh, all right. Anybody, I want you to raise your hand. If you're a light sleeper, raise your hand. Okay. What about a hard sleeper? Hard to wake you up. Okay, some some people like that, hard sleepers and, and light sleepers. And I'm not going to ask you if you snore when you sleep. I'm not going to ask you that. But how many of you know when you're asleep, you're not aware of what's really going on? You're not really alert, amen? And and you're not aware of things uh, um, physically, even mentally, and even sometimes spiritually. We're not really aware, amen? We're not aware of what's going on. And so... So, so the thing is, it's like a, a slumber that you're in. But you know what? Many times I'm, I'm afraid to say that the church act like we're in a slumber. And we don't really know and understand the times that we're living in. That Jesus is coming soon and we better be about our father's business. Amen. You know how many Jesus said? He said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Because when night comes, what no man can work. There's going to be a day come that you're not going to have to witness to anybody. That you're not going to have to do any of these things on this earth. Jesus is going to come. And then we are going to have to give an account for what we have done with our time. And what we have done with what he has given to us. Amen. So I'm telling you, God wants us to get stirred up about doing his will. He does. He wants us to get stirred up about it and wants to get serious about it. Amen. And so he doesn't want us to be in a slumber. He told us, that's why he said, wake up, wake up, rise up from the dead, rise up. And, and then I, you know, I remember, I'm remembering what uh, David Cuppet said. I mean, the Lord spoke through David Cuppet to us as a church. He told us that the Lord said that we had allowed uh, the, the spirit of God, like a waterfall, instead of flowing out of the church like this, he said it was flowing on top of the roof. How many know the waterfalls, waterfalls are not supposed to flow off the top of the roof? He said, and that was because there was water flowing, then we became, he, he said, deceived. He said we became content. We became content because there was some water flowing, he said, but he said that 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 was we had a, we had developed a just enough water thinking. Well, I'm, I'm just telling you, it stirred me up. I mean, not just what he said, but I mean, other things the Lord has already been telling me, but he sends people. He sends people to this house to try to stir us up. To try to help us to wake up to what he is calling us to do. Amen. And so I don't want this just enough water thinking. Amen. How about you? You don't want it either, do you? No, we don't want that. We want to be fully aware of what God wants us us to do. We want to be fully aware. Amen. And so, you know, as in the Bible says that when Jesus comes back, he's going to find faith in the earth. 
when the son of man comes back, he's going to find faith in the earth. He's going to find us doing what he called us to do. Amen. I'm telling him we better be getting busy. Amen. And then, you know, another thing is, uh, the Lord spoke through Bill Norton. I mean, it's been a long time ago. I mean, but you just got to keep the, the word. I mean, you know what? It's not those men. It is the spirit of God speaking through them. It is not them. It's the spirit of God speaking through them. And so Bill Norton, one of the, the, the spirits that he told us, and it was five of them, you know, David Covey said it was a five headed dragon. But anyway, one of them is selfishness, selfishness. We don't want to be put out. We don't want to do, you know, the things that we, we need to do. It'll get us out of our comfort zone and get us off, off of our routine. Okay. So, but see, God doesn't, he doesn't care about our routine. He doesn't care about my routine. You know, I mean, he just doesn't. He want, he cares about whether or not we are obeying him. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so Romans 13 verse 11 and 12, this is what it says. This is all the more urgent. For you to know how late it is. Time is running out. I want everybody to say, time is running out. It is. I mean, just think about how long ago these scriptures these were written. And here it is now, almost 2020. So, so how much time do we have left? I say not much time. Not much time. So he says, time is running out. He says, wake up. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed it's nearer now than we first believed the night is almost gone the day of salvation will soon be here why jesus is coming y'all know he's got to come the Bible, it tells us he is coming so he is coming so time is running out so it's like what have we done or what are we going to do with what god has given us to do we got to redeem the time. Okay, so, so when the Bible, Paul says we can redeem the time, how many know we can redeem the time? So, so it just shows you like time can be purchased and, and if the right price is paid. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for us to do, to get some time back. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to look at our time and the time we've been spending doing what we've been doing and so the first thing is it takes a desire to change how many of y'all want to change i'm always need I, lord help me to change I, I i've got to want to change i've got to want to change to do what god wants me to do and then it's going to take thought so one thing we're going to have to do is decide how you're going to spend your time each day so we can look at what we're going to do what are we going to do tomorrow we're going to do the same thing be in the same routine or whatever and then it was a question consider if you would be doing what you're doing would you be doing what you're doing if jesus showed up see that's that's a good question isn't it uh would you be doing what your jesus showed up where you are or would you be trying to put it out of the way are you be trying to turn it off? Will you be trying to get rid of it? Will you try to hide it behind your back? <laughs> you know? So, it takes thought. So, we got to think about it. We got to think about what will I do tomorrow with my time? That's some thought. 
okay? It takes discipline and diligence. Now, discipline is not a dirty word. We like the disciple, right? We like that word, but we don't like the word discipline. Because how I many know oh, discipline, when we start discipline, then that, that means we're going to have to crucify some flesh. Amen? And you know, and I, we, we've been told that it takes 21 days to break a habit. And even maybe to start a habit. So it's going to take some discipline and it's going to take some diligence. And it's going to take some determination in order to change some things on our list, Okay. It's going to take some time. So we've, we've got to, to, to get a list and just check off some things. I mean, something we just want to scratch off of our list that we've been doing. Sometimes we, that's what we're going to have to do. To make more time for God. To make more time to do what God has called you to do. Let's, let's see. Okay, maybe, maybe God may call you to work in the youth. May, work with the, how about working with the children's church? How about working in the nursery how about god may call you to pray for the churches in gulf shores he might call you to pray for the church in pine bluff we need a lot of prayer in pine bluff i'm telling you okay he may call you to to get on one of the prayer teams how many know it's going to take some discipline it's going to take some some changing it's going to take some Taking some things off your list that you're doing now. But what you got to do is seek God to see what it is he wants you to do. Amen. I mean, I'm not saying you may already be doing everything that you need to do for the Lord. But if you're not, then it's time to seek the Lord and ask him what he wants you to do. Um, I was just saying something else. You might want to join a prayer team. So anyway, it's time to do it. I mean, is Nike's, uh, the motto is like, just do it. Okay, it's just time, it's just time to do some more spiritual things for the Lord. Amen? Okay, everybody say amen. Can I get amen? All right. So it's going to take looking at yourself. You know, one of my favorite scriptures, I actually learned it in recovery. It's in Psalms 139, 23 and 24. It says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way that's everlasting. I mean, we need to ask the Lord to show us ourselves because many times we can't see ourselves. We need to ask him to show us ourselves. You know what? He's going to do it, don't you? He's going to show you. And then it's going to take prayer. It's going to take much prayer. And then we know. In Second Chronicles, everybody knows it's 714. They can just quote it, quote it, quote it. He says, if my people. Okay, how many people in here are his people? All right. He said, they are called by my name. Will humble themselves. And pray. And seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin. And I will heal their land. And you know, several years ago, I know it's been about 10 years ago, and I was just thinking, Lord, there's something wrong. Because it seems as if our land is not being healed. It's like it's getting worse. So there is something wrong. How many of y'all can see there's something wrong? 
it's something it's something wrong so that's why we need to look at ourselves to see if we're god's people then what are we doing or not doing so everybody say i want to do it we want to do what god has called us to do amen so we're going to need to redeem the time look at the list look at your time and see what is going on and see if you can take some things off and put some things of god on it amen all right let's let's just everybody stand okay now i just want i'm this altar call i'm going to ask is this if you know you need to redeem some time and make time for God, then come down here to the altar and we're going to pray. And I'm, I'm at the altar right here myself. So we're going, to, we're going to redeem some time in our lives. And we're going to make some time for God. To use us. To do what he wants. Amen. Amen. You know, I know it wasn't a lot of amen and all that, but did, did that speak to you anywhere? Did that speak to you? <laughs> Did it speak to you? Okay, praise the Lord. Because we all need to, to redeem some time. Amen. So let's just bow our heads and thank God. Father, thank you so much. Lord, just let them remember that uh, Thelma McRae didn't write any one of these scriptures. But Lord, you did. You did, Lord. And you're speaking to us. And you're telling us, Lord, to redeem the time. Lord, you're telling us to take some things off of our list. So we can make time for you. And Lord, we thank you. We are willing. We are willing, but we want to be obedient too. So we can eat the good of the land. Lord, so we can obey you, Lord. Lord, you said to obey is better than sacrifice. And to listen better than the fat of rams. So God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for showing us ourselves. Lord, you're not showing us somebody else. You're showing us ourselves. So, Lord, we thank you. We're taking with the Spirit of God. You are giving us a good look at where we are in the Spirit. Lord, where we are and how we can come up closer. Lord, how we can just not be selfish, Lord. How we can can press in. Press in, Lord, and do the thing that you've called us to do. We are the church. We're the body of Christ. And, Lord, you have called us to greatness. You've called us to be like Jesus. Lord, to do, the, to do the works of Jesus and even greater works. Lord, but we need to press in and to do what you called us to do. So, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for your convicting power. Lord, now, we're not condemned. We're not condemned. But, Lord, we are being convicted by your Spirit. And we thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you into our lives to, to convict us of sin, of righteousness, and judgment. So we just want to thank you right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us to come up. Help us to move up. Lord, because we do need a move of you in our lives. We do need a move. We need a fresh outpouring of your spirit, God. But Lord, we know we're going to have to come closer. And we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus for all that you're doing. God, that you're bringing us even closer. You're bringing these prophecies to pass in, in our church, Lord, in our families and in our lives. And God, we thank you that you continue to speak to us. Lord, let us be like Samuel and say, speak, Lord, your servant hears. Lord, we want to hear. We want to be hearers and doers of your word. 
And Lord, we just want to thank you right now. Lord, I thank you, Lord. The Spirit of God will seal this word, this message, Lord, about redeeming the time, God. Holy Spirit, you have our permission to speak to us, Lord, about the the way we spend our time. And so we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Help us to move on in to what you have for us to do. In Jesus' name, let's everybody give the Lord a hand and shout to the Lord.